Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, November 14th, 2019. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. It was Whistleblower Wednesday yesterday here on your daily wake-up call, and yesterday's spotlight was on General Smedley Butler. General Butler was the lone whistleblower who exposed a Wall Street coup to overthrow President Roosevelt back in 1933. At the time, General Butler was the most decorated Marine in history. After he retired from the military, General Butler traveled across the country giving talks about how war is just a racket that profits the corporate elites. One of his core critiques of the corporate elites is their intentional support of fascism. As indie researcher Barbara LaMonica explained in her excellent article, Kennedys and Kings, corporate America financed violent hate groups back then to carry out anti-union and anti-communist campaigns. The corporate elites effectively fused toxic racism and white nationalism with anti-socialism and anti-labor. So for whites who were easily infected with racial hatred, they dependably extended their hate to pro-socialists and pro-labor as well. It's useful to look back at such history. It gives us some cognitive dissonance, some objectivity, where we can more easily understand such social contaminations as racism, fascism, and hate. We can better see how movements are made to serve power, how our minds are manipulated so that we turn on each other. It reminds us that so long as we're divided, we're more easily controlled. And it begs a most critical question. How is it that our thoughts and thinking are so easily manipulated? Sort of related, New Scientist magazine published an interesting article last week about how hypnosis works on the mind. The author presented an intriguing definition of hypnotism as, quote, a discipline that influences the brain's ability to adapt and learn, a skill we can use to help us change our mind. This adaptability, the article says, lets the brain modify its neural connections and rewire itself. The neural connections that the article refers to are basically the pattern thinking that we develop through practice. It's how our belief systems are encoded. And the authors explain how you can practice self-hypnosis to create new patterns of thinking, or how a competent hypnotist can impose new thinking patterns on you through suggestion and repetition. It reminds us of the famous marketing guru, Edward Bernays. He was the nephew of legendary psychiatrist Sigmund Freud. Bernays lived back in General Butler's day. They were about the same age. Bernays wrote a now infamous book titled Propaganda. It wasn't such a dirty word back then. In his book, Bernays wrote that, quote, people are rarely aware of the real reasons which motivate their actions. Those who manipulate the habits and opinions of the masses constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. It is they who pull the wires which control the public mind. Can you believe he admitted that shit? Remember, Bernays was a guy who advised multiple U.S. presidents. 
He was the darling of the corporate warmongers back then and eventually worked with the CIA. He gained wide acclaim for coining such slogans as, quote, the war to end all wars and making the world safe for democracy. And you can bet Bernays likely advised the corporate elites on how to turn hate groups against socialism and labor as well. Bernays was sort of like a mass hypnotist. He knew how to use sloganeering through suggestion and repetition to impose new thinking patterns on the mass public. Indeed, all of us are victims of mass media propaganda, but we also propagandize ourselves. Like an unconscious self-hypnosis, the patterns of thinking we practice encode the belief systems that guide our lives. But what if instead, they somehow bind and blind us? For those of us in the work of global justice, we must carefully and rigorously self-investigate our belief systems. Do they truly best serve our causes for justice, or are they somehow serving the power elites? Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Chris Hedges wrote about this very concern just recently. He was talking about mass protests against the ruling elites, how protests can be the beginning of political consciousness, but protests can also be empty political theater, he said. We can use them to make us feel good about ourselves, to advertise our moral correctness, to make us feel like we're advancing the process of change. But are we? As long as we play by their rules, Hedges says, voting, lobbying, petitioning, and protesting is a game the state has learned to play to its advantage. We can march and protest and vote in their rigged elections as long as we do not disrupt the profit machine. Profit is the only real political power in this corporate plutocracy we live in. And the only real leverage we have against such power is mass economic activism. Indeed, mass organized boycott is the only political will that ever effectively challenged such entrenched and moneyed power. It was the salt and textile boycotts that Gandhi organized to help win India's independence from Britain in the 1900s. It was the mass strikes and picket lines that helped US workers in the 1930s win a 40-hour work week, overtime pay, and collective bargaining for labor unions. It was the bus boycotts and restaurant sit-ins in the 1960s that helped black Americans win civil rights reforms. It was the salad boycotts and grape boycotts in the 1960s and 70s that helped win economic justice for migrant workers. And it was the divestment boycotts in the 1980s that finally forced an end to apartheid in South Africa. If you wanna learn how all of us in the work of global justice can join together in strategic boycott and force this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all of this injustice, warmongering, and corruption, and to help save our planet, please visit our website at wakingjustice.org. You can check out our about page and listen to our first podcast. And if you wanna get involved, please fill out the contact form at the top right of the homepage. Or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. But we're running out of time, y'all. So join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice. And justice.
Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love. 